88.3 WXOU, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You're tuned in to the Friday Night Groove with your host, Roosevelt Belton Jr., better known as simply RBJ for short, bridging the gap between soul, jazz, electronic, indie, alternative, and pretty much everything in between. And right now, you're tuned to another special edition of the program because I'll be in conversation with Los Angeles-based singer, songwriter, and most fundamentalist, Boyan the Bar. So sit back and relax as we discuss the release of his latest album, Inferno, among several other topics. Peace, thank you, and enjoy as we kick off the show with his latest track titled Lost at Sea. After this, we get to a mix of artists that complements Boyan's sound, and then we get to the first part of our interview. So as always, let's groove.
88.3 WXOU FM, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You're tuned in to the Friday Night Groove with your host, Roosevelt Belton Jr., better known as simply RBJ for short. And right now, I'm joined by the Los Angeles-based artist, Boy and the Bard, here to talk about his latest album, Inferno, due out December 11th. Boyan, welcome to the program. How are you? RBJ, thanks for having me, man. So I've heard some of this music. It sounds beautiful. I'm just really eager to have you on and trying to talk about this. Yeah, thanks for listening. It's, uh, I mean, you know, you put your whole heart and soul into something when you make a, like a, a full big project. You know, it's not just a single. It's like, <laughs> really work, work, work on it. So it's, that's good to hear. So I just want to start off with the name Boy and the Bard. So where does the name Boy and the Bard originate from? I uh, went back and forth with what my music name should be. My real name is Mercury. So I was like, maybe I should just do that. But uh, but um, there is a story, an old book, you know, uh, it's actually like a, a song. Uh, I, I have a copy of the a book of it here called The Song of Igor's Campaign. And it's from uh, like my some my dad's side of the family is from Ukraine. So we're it's from that that area. And uh, so that's part of it. But my real last name is is Boyan. Um, and so I, that's how I found out about that story in that book. And, you know, Bard, as you know, from, I don't know if you play Dungeons and Dragons, like, but, you know, it's a singer and a storyteller. And that's kind of what my my role is. And Boyan actually kind of means that, too. It is a Ukrainian word for someone who, you know, sings. It's like a, it is Bard in Boyan. So it's kind of, kind of Bard the Bard. <laughs> you know, it kind of means that in, in the Ukraine language, which my grandpa got he changed his last name to Boyan after World War II because he was like escaping from concentration camps, like on the run, hiding from Nazis and all that kind of stuff. And so, you know, changed his name to to Hyde and ran away to Canada and ended up becoming an opera singer. Actually, I used um, a little clip of an audio that I found of him. I had to like dig up through some college archives to find it. So his nickname was the Heroic Baritone. So that's what that, that song title, I think it's track seven on Inferno is. Now, you're currently based in Los Angeles. Um, were you born and raised there? No, I was uh, raised in Washington State, born on the west side, raised on the east side. Small, small town, college town. And, uh, you know, that was, you know, just in my parents' basement making music was how I learned, right? I didn't take classes that much. You know, I was in choir in high school and stuff. But, like, I just, my dad had guitars around and we had a piano in the house. So I just played and played and played and played and didn't have anything else much to do. So it was, you know for no reason like i just made one cd when i was in high school right and i had to go to like kinko's or whatever and like cut a circle shape out of paper myself and glue it to like a cd and you know just because i wanted to have like one and i still have it somewhere it's kind of busted up but like i just wanted one you know and uh i still do that now like i'm i'm making cds of this album for no reason no one has cds anymore like i just make them for myself because i like to have something but uh you know now it's now there's spotify and all that so yeah but anyways yeah so i was in that small town and then i moved to la to work in like um work in the tv uh business for a while my main job is i make videos still and uh yeah been in la almost ever since so a lot of your music right now takes hints from artists such as tom york 
Fortet, um, Bjork. Uh, with those influences in mind, what first got you interested in making the style of music that you currently produce? I have a, like, I've been talking to some of my friends about this too, as I've been making these songs and sharing it with them and stuff. And, and uh, like friends I had in high school, and we were so defiant, right? You know, I'm old now, that was like 20 years ago, right? But like, that we just were so like, no matter what it was, we were always counter to it. And I have that with music too. And so whatever is, like I, I really struggle if I'm playing a song and I have like one of my own songs and I have to go to a G chord, like just a plain G chord. I'm like, ah, oh, that's so boring. I don't know, like there's something that bothers me about it. And I do it if it's the exact right thing, like I'll go to that, that chord for sure. But I really try to just modify it, change it, just like make it different or go to something more surprising when I can. Especially with guitar because, you know, played guitar my whole life. Piano too, that's a thing that like, you hit that main C chord, it sounds so nice, but it's just like, ah, come on, that's right there, you know? So really trying to like, stretch the bounds of creativity and like, I'll even, um, you know, I mean, I, I just try to make up new, new chords, new sounds, new progressions and stuff, right, when I'm writing songs. But then with this album, I got a, a little bit more electronic than I had in the past. I was doing a lot more acoustic and, and piano stuff, and this one had, um, like I was just working on the computer. And so I'm just beep, boop, beep, boop, pushing buttons and stuff. I don't know, I don't know if I'm playing a G chord or not, right? Like I'm just doing what sounds good because it's, I'm just, you know, pushing the buttons on the computer in time. And so if I, so I wasn't as scared this time to like accidentally do something that might sound I don't know normal like what whatever right and so when I when I came came back like a lot of the songs I've done this album I wrote on guitar first and then transferred them into a digital form on the computer and then a lot of them I did have been doing the other way so like I've been trying to learn how to play my own songs on my guitar and be like what note did I play on that on the you know because it's just so different seeing it digitally right I, I do try to um you know, as far as influences like Bjork and stuff like that, like just trying to get weird, just trying to get like a little bit different um, and really trying to put art into it. It's really important to me. Like I've made a lot of songs that are fine, fun songs. I write songs for my kids all the time, you know, songs about octopuses and stuff, right? Or space, but, but like, you know, as far as what I'm really gonna put on the album, it has to mean something. Like it really has to be deep to me. It has to really, um, like strike that chord within me. And when I like love it, then I'm willing to put it out. You know what I mean? And there's a there's a few on this one that I threw away and I tried to make and you know, I had people saying, oh, you should do something kind of like this. And I was like, okay, okay. And I tried to do it and I was like, this song sucks, man. I can't put this one out. Like it just wasn't my style. And like, they even liked it. Other people said, oh, I like that one. It's like, it's not, you know, if it's not in my heart, it's not right. So I got to cut it, you know? So given that you have you know such a specific sound and a way that you want to make music, uh, how does instrumentation and production normally play out for you? Is it you're doing everything or do you find your space where you're trying to invite more people in? Yeah, this one, like, I, I was doing everything. I've tried to kind of work with people before. I've tried to be in bands before. I don't like it. I, I, I'm, um, 
it's just not for me. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how people can do it, to be honest. Even having just one other partner, it's really, it's just hard. And I'm not a, I don't know. I should, I should be better at it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's hard. So I, I, uh, I tried to do it fully solo. I, I mean, I do the, I work the beat. I make the sounds. I record stuff. I put everything in. I'm mastering my own things too. Like I just, did, I ended up doing everything. I ask a lot of advice, like of other friends of mine, musician friends of mine who are uh, successful. You know, I'll talk to them and say, "What do you think about this? Is this sound alright? Is this gonna, um, you know, blow out your headphones or something?" And you know, kind of get get tips from them for sure. But as far as like what the lyrics are gonna be and what the songs are going to be about what the like chord progressions are going to be when the bridge is going to hit like all that stuff is like i just i don't you know i don't i don't mess around with anyone but me on that on that kind of stuff yeah um so just kind of moving ahead to um your latest album inferno this will be your third album since your debut back in 2017 starting from the title why is inferno a good title for this project yeah it's a um it's a line from a song that's in the album, which is the song called Bridge on Fire. And Bridge on Fire, I wrote when it was uh, like, while well, all the protests were coming down. When George Floyd, all of that stuff, when the Black Lives Matter started coming down. And, I, and my family's a mixed race family too. So I have kids who don't look like I do. I'm a white, I'm a white man for people who can't see who are listening, <laughs> but like my kids aren't. And so, you know, we were hot here. We were, we were uh, pretty fired up about it, and I want a better future for them, you know. At the end of this, like, that song is, uh, is, is strange because it's, it's kind of poppy. Like, it's sort of a dance song, actually, you know, like, the, the whole lead up is, like, really fun. And if you listen to the words, I'm talking about, like, you know, cutting people's heads off and, like, metaphorically, of course. Like, I'm, like, angry about, like, what I want to do, you know. So like the words really weren't matching the music and I liked that about it. I liked the kind of um, uh, like the disposition happening there where when you listen close, I love like a, a song that you're grooving to is happy. And then when you listen to it, you go, oh, dang. That's, yeah. And so it, it was it was like that and it was vibing like that. And then at the end, I twisted like the music into it. And so I turned that minor chord on. And that's like I was saying, like, even when a song has a groove, I have to have some part of it that like changes or it gets weird and it got dark and and at the end of it it's like this threat like i know this is kind of sounds like fun but like seriously don't f with us like it really had that and so like at the end of it it has the lyrics of um uh careful when you call me out we come inferno we come with a bonfire at your feet and so that's where inferno came from and when i when i first like wrote that because I, I was kind of like uh you know to write my lyrics a lot of time i sort of freestyle and just write it down to like, oh, I like that. And then try to freestyle some more and say that one's not good. And then end up mixing them together, you know. And when I said that one, I just went, oh, that's it. That's the title, like right there. As soon as I said it. And so it was uh, like I wrote the the title of the album. That was like the that was maybe the second or third song I made. And I titled the album and then I just wrote the rest of it later. You know what I mean? So that was a while ago. I like I knew it had to be that. Speaking of the album in general, 
there's a lot of influence of 2020 in this album, but how long would you say it's been in development for? So there's a couple of songs that I had written a while ago and couldn't get them to work. And then I was able to completely like rework them in, and using them into this. But man, it was this year. In fact, it started off during, once the pandemic hit, I started talking to people on, on Zoom calls and stuff, right? Just old friends, things like that. What are you guys up to? Like, let's all stay in touch so we don't go crazy. Cause you know, like just trying to keep saying through the sadness, you know? And uh, I got inspired through some of them actually. And like, just started like, I should do another song. Cause I hadn't done it in a long time. I, since my last album got like kids, moved back to LA. We were living kind of up on a farm where I could make music all the time. Now I was back in the city now. So it's like, I got a lot to do and I kind of just dropped it. And uh, it's also harder in LA. Like when we were living out, you know, in the, in the farms, Paso Robles is like wine country, right? I could go pl play live music anywhere. Like they just, people just let you get up on stage and like, no one cares. And it's like, come to the winery, do a show. You're like, all right. But in LA, there's this like competition. Like there's all this, you know, this is like where people come to make it. And I don't want to like, I'm not messing with all of that, <laughs> you know? I'm not trying to like get rich off of this or anything. I just like, I just gotta make music. That's it. That's like, I just have to. So anyways, I kind of gave it up for a little while and then, and then just this year, gotta make it. Like it has to happen. So it, it's like, I made the first song, which was uh, The Way. Um, that's like the, the first single. And I just, I realized, I was like, oh man, this is a little bit different uh, than my last album. Like I can actually step up my game a bit here and do something. So I just started making more and more and more. And yeah, it's definitely 2020 inspired. Um, there, it has that, uh, it's not like a darkness necessarily, but there's like a range of emotions. I know like people like 2020 will go down in history as like everyone's worst year, right? Like that's, that's this joke now. But um, there was also a lot of good stuff for me, you know? Um, so it's, it's really like complex. And that's that's where I kind of came at the, the music from, right? You know, to just like, there's, I put some really happy songs in this that I might not have normally put, but I was trying to like fight off the darkness, right? And so you gotta like use it, use it for that. And sometimes you can't, and so you gotta play the sad song to like live in the darkness for a while so that you can like embrace it and get yourself out. Eighty-eight point three, WXOU, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You're tuned in to the Friday Night Groove. You just heard the first part of my interview with Boyan the Bard. We'll be back with part two of that interview after a quick commercial break. But before we leave, I'm gonna leave you off with a single from Boyan's latest album titled "The Way." Peace, enjoy, and we'll be back in a few.
88.3 WXOU, located on the campus of Oakland University. This is the Friday Night Groove with your host, Roosevelt Belton Jr. We're in the middle of an interview with Boyan the Bard. Before we get back to the interview, we hear another track from Boyan titled Impossible Convenient. Enjoy, and I'll see you again soon. of those things that you talked about you know complexity you know self-expression sort of being attuned to something that is higher than you i think played into a lot of things that i've heard on this album personally and one of the things i saw that you wrote down is a touch that kind of stuck out to me was that this album is about writing your own endings how would you explain that theme for this album in your own words so the last song on the album is called The Bison, and like the cover art has the bison on it too, so that's kind of the, uh, the conclusion. And um, that song is about like being strong uh, for people who, who need you, right? That's like about when someone else is, is falling apart or struggling, that's like being their strength, right? And so it's about me being the bison, right? Like this, this big space bison floating through the clouds that can like carry you anywhere like that's that's what that's about right 
and trying to feel like that, but also just reminding them to like write the end of their own story. That's what that's about. So while this this moment in time right now is terrible, or whatever, whatever, for whatever reason, this moment that that you're struggling with right now is terrible, but it's not the end, right? Like our story is our own in our own hands. We can write it, like we can like author the end of this book. You know what I mean? And so that's what that's what. Uh, that's what you know writing the end of your own story is about and that's how the album ends so the end is um it just says the end is ours the end is ours like on repeat just as a reminder like a mantra you know about that out loud you know it's one thing too to put it in a song you can kind of like hide behind the music right you can say, oh i just thought it, was, it just sounds nice and so you can hide behind that sound and you can like add reverb and you can make this stuff and so like the all of the emotion like wraps up around it and like i like it and i'm proud of it whatever but when to just say it is so strange like to just talk about it like yeah it's so like you're dropping sort of artifice and you're getting at something a little bit more raw whether with art you can sort of dress it up and maybe people pick it up maybe they won't but when you kind of have to just just lay it bare i think that changes a lot of things or they can put their own meaning into it what i loved about like radiohead tom york like why they were so big to me is because i can't understand a word that dude's saying i can't understand him and so and i love that like i love that about it and so uh, i'm i like could hear my own thoughts in it you know what i mean um, and so you can like put your own self into it. And I, I like, I do that with some of my music too. There's some stuff like, um, some stuff I say very clear, but some stuff I let, let be blurry and let this like be your own thing or instrumental moments, just like let that be for the listener. Um, but yeah, when you have to say it all out, I'll put it all, put your cards out on the table like that. Here's exactly what it meant. It's interesting. Yeah. Don't want to like, I, I don't want to be, I'm not the type of person to just go like, um, you know, it's whatever you think it is. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to do that because I, I really think about it. Like, I really put a lot of thought into every word and stuff. So, yeah, it's interesting. It's really weird to put your heart out there, too, man. Like, that's that's a thing. Just even just with the music, like sit here and like work hard on this and I could keep it to myself and that'd be fine. Like, I like I like it. But it's a weird step to say. And now it's on iTunes or now it's, you know, like on this or like, you know, trying to run Instagram profiles and stuff like I just hate it but, but like uh uh yeah it's weird to kind of put your heart out and say like I hope I hope you all like it proud of it i'll tell people about it as much as i can because it's it's uh it's there now and so that's cool um and i've heard of some people enjoying it and getting some uh you know inspired by it from in some ways so i keep putting it out there and putting in stuff but um then i'm also going to just keep making music you know just make the next thing and so um just kind of get back to inferno um 
One of the things that sticks out to me for this project is, to me at least, there's a significant emphasis on sequencing and creating a very kind of cohesive project. Um, as an artist, how important is to you that you maintain a, like a front to back kind of listening experience? That's everything. I'm, I am an album guy, right? Like that's my, that's where I'm at. I, I, I love listening to albums front to back. I love hearing the like the choice of orders that musicians put their songs in. That's so important. And like I have, I'm not into like what like numerology whatever stuff at all like i don't know what the, if that's even the right word but like number stuff but like track four is important to me because albums from my childhood that i love like those tracks were always the ones that i loved the best for some reason and the last track is so important like that finale and the penultimate is important too like how well like that's the real climax right like second to last song is like like the moment you know so anyways like it, it all is important to me and like the way that they flow together is important i try to do little things like um, you know, put the songs together where the last note that ends on this one leads nicely into the next one. I, I think about that for sure. Um, in fact, with, with this album, I'm putting, I'm working on right now. I put, I, cause I'm a video editor. That's like my, my day, my day job. Right. So I put all of my, my, all 16 songs in a timeline and I'm making a one hour like music video that just goes over the top of it. And I'm going to put that out on YouTube. It's all, it's all stock footage. Like I'm just using like, you know, it's kind of an interesting art project actually, cause I'm only limiting myself to use like free stock footage and so there's a big limitation there but you also like i'm getting really creative with what's happening so lots of you know time lapses and things but there's also some like there's weird stuff on those stock footage sites now <laughs> and so like i'm making some really cool weird artistic things and blending them together uh so it's kind of interesting and so i'm gonna put that out just on youtube and that's like for people like me not only is here's front to back the songs overlap a little bit you know and so you can like flow from one to the next and like you have to listen to them. I mean, this is the future, so you can skip ahead technically. But like, the intent is like, here's the whole album. Here's an hour, like just the whole thing, and the visuals that go with it. Um, you know, to help kind of, I don't know, like you say, like to make it cohesive. Uh, like instead of thinking of it as a song, like I write them as songs for sure. But I think when I put them together, you got to think of it as like a, like a movement. In, in a symphony, right? We're on the second movement now. It's like we're, we're flowing through, you know. You're already home. There's another aspect I want to touch on is and that is the uh, actual features. So you brought up, I believe you said your grandfather's on this album or recording of him. It also includes your children and I believe your dog as well, correct? He played, my dog played the bison on the last track, the bison. So if you, yeah. if you play the bison, you'll hear it opens with this deep, low sound that sounds like a, like a bison. <clears throat> It's me scratching my dog's ear and recording it, right? So I just get him real close. And every time he scratches his ear, he goes, 
<laughs> Look at that. So, so I, I always love that sound because he, he like just feels such release. It's so like pleasing. And so I finally recorded it and like deepened it and just widened it out right in, in the in the editor. And so it sounds deep and low. And I and I looped it a few times. It's, it's so pretty. And I play it for for him, for my dog. And he kind of like t twists his head like, is that is that me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, my dog's on it. And um. And it sounds cool, like like if if you if you play that song, if you play the bison, like put it in your headphones and turn it up. It's really like relieving exhale. And then my kids are on it. They're on a couple different songs, so they did. They make music, like they just there's their piano back here. They just bang on it and they drum and stuff. And uh, they say they see me make music a lot, and so they kind of try to copy me. And they're a little older now, but they used to like not be able to say all the right stuff. So it's like the Tom York thing, right? Like they thought they were saying, trying to copy me, but they were actually saying something else, right? So because I couldn't understand them, they were saying like the coolest stuff too. So my, my kid wrote a song called Listen to Your Beast and I just recorded it on my phone. And then I took that recording and like mixed it and added more sounds and like turned it into a full song. And he loves it. He hears it and he's like, yeah, that's my jam, dad. He calls me Papa, he doesn't call me dad. But uh, uh and then the other kid did um, this song called Wild Sunshine. He would just sit there and play on the piano and sing, I want to be in the wild sunshine. And he would just sing that all the time. And I said, that's too pretty. I got to record that. And so same thing, just recorded him. Just you can hear like his fingers sliding on the keys and stuff. And then I like echoed it and added reverb and added um, my own sounds and own piano parts and turned it into into like it's kind of an interlude it's not a, a full song but uh yeah and then the other one that they're on was this these dreams that they're telling uh they're telling the stories of their dreams that they had and they're creepy man like kid dreams are that's like creepy stuff and it was so dark and i always loved those stories and how beautiful they were and it's like he you know this queen in a black mask came to our house and it's like yes dude take that imagery with me like take me on this ride for sure and then the other kid was saying um uh, like this, he's, the story of a wolf and a bear, and I don't know, like at all, where it came from. I don't know if they really dreamt it or if they're looking around the room like Kaiser Sose and just like making stuff up, you know. And he's he's like, and the wolf is gonna eat you, and it's like getting dark and dark, and then it just goes, and then the bear will be happy again, and like that's the end of the story. And so like they're able to just, I'm like, they know how to tell that story, and I always like that. Like the bard was a storyteller too, right? And so story is really important through all of the albums so like including their stories and then their great-grandfather's stories right like there's this lineage now too um i don't know what he, he's singing about like it's in another language i don't know um so it's probably in italian but i don't think he spoke italian he probably just sang italian because he was like an opera singer so anyway yeah so i so trying to trying to like feed those things in and make a a big story and like let the let those let the kids be kind of themes throughout is cool because they're my biggest fans right like i play my music for that when we drive places i gotta check like i'm testing out songs and like trying to see if there's how oh, is the mix right how should i end this and so they're stuck listening to me every day and um I, you know i'm sorry feel sorry for them because they're getting they're getting sick of my stuff <laughs> uh, as long as i get to participate i think they're good yeah they like it. They're excited. We're going to have a, um, on Friday, we're going to have a record release party. And it's just, you know, me and my wife and my kids. And we're going to, that's it. Like, and, but we're like letting them, because they, they pitched in, right? Like they, they're kind of in on it. And so um, at least I'm, you know, I didn't really ask them. I kind of stole it. 
But uh, we're gonna party with them and let them let them have a little celebration for that. All right. Um. All right, Merc. Um. Just wrapping this up. I know you talked about the video and the record release party. Not that this will be out, you know, this week. How do you want to proceed from here? It's the end of the year. And so, like I told you, it was important to me to like finish this this year. So I had to like, you know, kind of just like, I got to put a pin on it and wrap it up and let this be a 2020 thing. It's important to it. And now that like, you know, look, it's still bad, but like we're seeing this light at the end of the tunnel. We're seeing vaccines. We're seeing uh, not Trump, you know, like things that are good not Trump is good. Right. And so, um, so like there's, there's like the, the th these things are changing and that's good, uh, for sure. And so that's why I want to leave some of this behind. Now the individual songs are going to, are, I think going to be evergreen, right? Like so many, so many parts of it. Um, and so next year I'm going to keep pumping this. I'll keep putting it out and I'm going to keep making more songs. I got a new one I'm working on right now that that is actually like a, this daydream I kept having about me, me for some reason, getting to be the one who got to go to Trump's house and lock him up, like put handcuffs on him. And I had like, I kept like having this, like, it just like kept popping to me. So I wrote a song about it. Um, so, you know, maybe that'll be really relevant <laughs> in January. Who knows? Um, probably not, but you know, uh, yeah. And so I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep making music, but like, uh, and I'm going to keep pumping this one out for a while too. I think, um, I got to focus. I got to focus on my kids. I got to focus on my work a bit. This was a good, um, like pandemic, uh, hobby, you know what I mean? To do so that we wouldn't like, you got to do something you're doing like you're doing this show, right? Like, you know, that probably keep, helps keep you sane a little bit. So I don't know. It, yeah, that's that's part of the part of the reason why I just had to like I had to wrap it up and finish it up this year. But um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep keep doing stuff. All right, boy in the bard, Mercury. Just any last words before we get out of here? It's so cool to be on your show. Um, I was listening to some of the other ones. Uh, you get so deep, and I love it. Like it. No, it's a real thing because when you listen to um. Like, I don't know, like the, I always love college radio because they're, they can do that and they get away. And podcast has, has changed it a little bit, but when, if you ever hear any interview on like a, like pop, you know, big station, that's like, they're just filling time for ads basically. And it'll be like, Hey, we got Bruno Mars here, Bruno, tell us everything about your songs. Like, well, I just, a uh, great moving on, you know? And so like, no one gets a chance to even hear anything and it's kind of cool. And so, um. I don't know. I hope I was prepared enough. I feel like mm. I'm rambling. No, you're but, beautiful. Uh, <laughs> you're cool, man. This is a good show. I like it. So thank you for thanks for having me on. For real. And everyone, uh, go check out my album. Go check out Inferno. Great album, people. All right. Thank you so much. Check out Inferno. And we're out. WXOU-FM, Auburn Hills, Michigan. You just heard my interview with Boyan the Bard out of Los Angeles, California. If you'd like to hear tonight, you can find Boyan's latest album 
on all streaming sites and by searching Boyan the Bard on Twitter and Instagram. I want to thank Boyan again for a great interview and wish him all success in the future. I'm going to end the show with another Boyan track titled The Nothing. So enjoy, peace, and I'll catch you next Friday. With white flags set on the orange power, we all can run from this. No one can run from this. It wasn't even there. It was gone. It was fine. Now it's gone. And it's coming and it's eating space and time. Like we are, we're blind. And I can't keep on running. I'm running from the nothing. I can't keep on running, keep on running from the Right.